Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. He's formed a strong attachment to you. You cannot train him. What? Why not? You've seen what he can do. His attachment to you makes him vulnerable to his fears. His anger. All the more reason to train him. No. I've seen what such feelings can do to a fully trained Jedi Knight. To the best of us. I will not start this child down that path. Better to let his abilities fade. I've delayed too long. I must get back to the village. The Magistrate sent me to kill you. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we get the Samurai Old West mashup with a Star Wars twist that nobody asked for as we review the fifth episode of Season 2 of The Mandalorian. It's Chapter 13, The Jedi. But first, he's the HK-87 droid A, who was just as ineffective as my HK-87 droid B. It's James. How are you doing, James? Wait, 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 wait. I don't. I don't remember any of that happening. I remember Michael Burnham uh, was Michael B. Was, no, Michael no, Burnham. My, Michael Burnham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, keep I, going. You've got was, my interest. Yeah, she was. She was questioning whether or not she should still be as part of Starfleet. Oh yes. God damn it! Yes. Shut the fuck up. Man, you had him stringing <laughs> along for I a did. little while there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he's the guy who just wants to bang on the gong all day. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Speaking of banging, Burnham and Buck, they're a thing now. We've got another shit show to talk about. (laughs) I'm just telling you right now, Discovery this week was better than The Mandalorian. And I didn't think they'd be able to pull it off because of just Ahsoka Tano. No, they pulled it the fuck off uh, and they didn't really even have to try that goddamn hard. All right, James, what's happening around CBC this week? Uh, around CBC this week, uh, we're just going to talk about uh, Bad Gamers Anonymous and The Crowley's December 19th at 8 You p. better know. I don't remember. You uh, scheduled eight, this. Thing. I did schedule it. Uh, <laughs> uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern. Like Now you've got me looking. I was almost sure it was the 19th, Rob. Uh, well, that now, is the right date. Uh, okay, well, the there time. you go. 8, 8, 8 p.m. Wait, wait, date or time. Which one was right, Rob? The date. I don't know about the time. The time's right. 8, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Oh, Eastern. Sorry. My bad. 8 p.m. Eastern. See, I've got it all down. Uh, Captain Mando over here doesn't. Uh, So check it out. It's the end of year. It's the annual uh, Crowley Awards where the host of Bad Gamers Anonymous uh, will be nominating and uh, and deciding who gets what awards uh, from the gaming industry. So find out where all of your favorite games to play and favorite games to make fun of. Uh, land uh, December 19th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's going to be streamed live on. This is uh, where you to enter. be determined. We'll, we'll okay. have, we'll have the uh, definitive streaming platform next week, <laughs> next week. So next week uh, when he asks me what's going on around uh, CBC, 
Well, I'll let you know exactly where that's going to be streaming. So next week. Yeah, next week. So stay tuned. Next week. Next week. I mean, this week, just I, I would recommend you catch up on Discovery. It is a much better show than The Mandalorian. Rob, you got any news for us this week? Yeah, yeah, I've got some news. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so this is the news segment. I, can I, Rob? I like. I want to give you your due, but did you see the 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 monolith? Uh, the, the, dude, that was my first news article. Yeah, but did you see it's gone now? Yeah, that was the other part of my news article. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Talk last about week, it. last week there was a monolith in Utah. This week, the monolith is gone. It's just fucking gone. Like the aliens came back and took it, dude. Yeah, the aliens. Yeah, it was I'm the not aliens. saying I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You two are yeah. dorks. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you've been living under a rock, but um, there is a monolith out no, in the desert. There was. I'm was. sorry. Yeah, there was a monolith, a shiny silver monolith out in the desert. It was about twelve uh, foot tall. Yep. It, yep. It, it was hollow. Very, it was hollow. It wasn't very deep in the ground. Uh, it was and, riveted, um, it, and it was missing a few rivets at the top. Yeah, made of aluminum. It was non-magnetic, uh, um, and I know all this because a dude went out. So, so the authorities said, "Don't go find it. It's in a remote area." Somebody so, went and found it. So people went out and found it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, many people. Um, yeah, <laughs> and uh, took pictures of it. And one guy, like, um, uh, he said, "For all of those that can't make it, he did. He gave a breakdown of it. Basically, it was. It sounded hollow." Um, it was riveted, uh, three-sided, I believe is what he said. It was three-sided, yes. And the top was missing a couple rivets. Um, but apparently sometime between when that happened, which was early in the week, uh, and now it has disappeared. Uh, November 27th, they have it, uh, they, they have it narrowed down that there were, a, there was a party or parties uh, November 27th that removed, uh, the yeah. structure. Yes. Yeah. So do you the think authority, the, the, the game authorities are saying it wasn't them or the, whoever right. manages yeah, the land area. management, land yeah. management, yeah, Bureau yeah. of land management. Said yes, it wasn't there it them. is. Yeah. The BLM, BLM. not yeah. to be confused with the other, <laughs> with BLM. The other BLM. Right. I was like, when I first saw that and they had BLM, I was like, wait, how the fuck did this shit get in here? They were going to go stand on the interstate. Yeah, apparently. They were going to block. Uh, so block do you think the, the people list. that removed it are the same people that put it up in the first place? Yes, Poss- aliens. Possibly, yeah. No, aliens. it wasn't aliens. Shut up about it. Why would aliens it? rivet a bunch who of fucking it? aluminum you, in the middle look, of the Utah desert? Have you never... Look, number one, we're not 100% sure it was aluminum. Number one. Number two, uh, have you ever seen uh, Space Odyssey 2001? I have. Okay, aliens. well... Okay. There like, were the no similarities in these two obelisks the other than they were on obelisks. Okay, there you go. There's the similarity. Oh, uh, that's enough for me. Yeah, I'm oh I, like I'm down with the with, down with the sickness. Uh, aliens put it there, yep. and you, I, I'm going to be honest. If aliens didn't take it because they were like this planet is fucked, let's just get the fuck out of here. Uh, the CIA took it, and it's now part of Project Blue Book Number Two or whatever the fuck they got going on. I don't know. Project I, Blue want, Book was an Air Force project, wasn't it? Not whatever. CIA. Well, yeah. You know what? It's all misinformation. That's all it is. It's misdirection from the government so that they can 
hello, so they can uh, keep us uh, blinded from the truth. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. What else you got, Rob? You know what this might have been? This may have been an amplification device uh, for um, Scientology. Was it Xenu? Yeah, to boost signals. Yeah, the the overlord Xenu who threw souls into volcanoes or whatever with hydrogen bombs. So you're saying this is a Scientology thing? Yeah, I don't know. I've been watching that. I've been watching that uh, uh, Scientology show with Leah uh, <laughs> Remini on uh, yeah Remini on uh, Netflix. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just funny to watch these fucks <laughs> like come out of this cult. Going, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> oh my god! What else you got, Rob? Yeah. Uh, so everybody heard about the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard. Uh, fiasco, right? No, are that. they are they kicking her out of DC now? Because they should. oh, there is there is a uh, petition to axe her out of um, uh, Aquaman two, and hey, so wait, far, wait, 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 give us some background because I don't okay, know what's so, going on because I don't care about actors' personal lives. So there was a <laughs> ugly divorce thing that happened. Uh, he and said apparent- she abused right. him. She and said uh, he said she abused. Or yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, they both he said, said she said abuse, yeah. abusing yeah. was happening on both sides. Right, he so, said she said. So Warner Brothers took out Johnny Depp from Fantastic uh, Beasts. Yeah, whatever the fuck yep. the Harry Potter and is. they're minimize and Disney is apparently minimizing his exposure in yeah uh, Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean Six. Yeah, yeah. So which yeah. is like, like whatever, like Johnny yeah. Depp. Like, I don't. Why are they making a Pirates of the Caribbean Six? It's the Caribbean. Okay. Caribbean, thank you very much. Not yeah, Caribbean. Like, I don't know. It's like it's like pronouncing Uranus, Uranus. Like there's a certain sect of people that do that. And, and most of wrong them are, sect. Yeah, they're waiting for uh, the overlord Xenu uh, to, to to come back or whatever. I don't well, know. Well, they're going to have to wait longer. Uh, I heard the monolith disappear. <laughs> yeah, the monolith is gone. Uh, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. So look, tit for tat, man, you take, you take Johnny Depp out of Pirates of the Caribbean six, which I mean, Captain Jack Sparrow is the pirate of the Caribbean. Right? There's, if there's, if there's no Captain Jack saying savvy and fucking drinking, there's no Pirates of the Caribbean. I just don't care. And I didn't care for the last three. I didn't so, care about Pirates of the Caribbean since the second Caribbean. one. So holy shit. You you pronounce it Uranus, don't you? God, there's something no, wrong with you. No, it's Uranus. Yeah, you know what? We really need to get you out of Scientology. No, wait, I thought uh, it so was gonna... now uh, Dave or something like that. <laughs> Dave, what the fuck? So if we're gonna take if we're gonna take Johnny Depp out of those roles because of something that wasn't proven on either side, then tit for tat says it's time to take Amber Heard out of everything else. Like whatever she's involved in, she should no longer be involved in. What's fair is fair. Look, equal rights. Women right. have fought for equal rights for a very long time. It's time we they give them to them. It. Yep, get her out. Now it's time. Uh, anyway, so she's uh, apparently there is over 1.5 million signatures to, to get her taken out. Oh, my yep. God. Whatever. Yeah. Just so, people. We'll oh, see. fuck. We'll I don't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, people we'll are stupid. That's yeah. why there's Scientology. Yeah. 
Uh, and monoliths out in uh, no, Utah. Those, dude, the, that monolith was real, and now it's gone, and I am freaking. Well, no, I'm saying there's no, I'm I'm saying there's there people if, are stupid, if, and so that monolith was so that everybody if that monolith congregate to it so that they could do one mass abduction <laughs> and not mon- like right. <laughs> piecemeal. If that monolith would have showed up in 2019, I wouldn't. I'd have been like, what the fuck ever. Some idiot went out there. And he made it and he put it there. And like the odds of somebody finding it were pretty low anyway, right? Because they found it by helicopter when they were doing a land survey. They weren't even looking for anything like weird or out yeah, of the ordinary. It just, yeah, it just showed. And they were like, what the fuck is that? So they land the helicopter to go over there. So, But in the year of our Lord 2020, like what the fuck is going on? I am telling well, you that is a harbinger of things to come. <laughs> I don't think so. So there's a oh, couple of theories out there. One says that it was an art installation, which I can certainly see. Another says that it was a leftover from uh, some kind of movie or television production, which I can also see because there's quite a few things that are are shot out, I guess, in that part of the desert. So it's probably yeah. one or the other or just somebody that got bored Area and wanted 52. to put a big fucking metal thing in the middle of the desert. Who knows? Area 52 is in Utah. What the fuck? No, I'm not even going to ask that question. Just let's move on. What else you got, Rob? All right. So, um, uh, the last thing that I've got is, uh, yeah, we're going to have another short circuit. No. Um, what? But yeah, why? Yeah. The second the, one yeah. sucked short, balls. Why are they making short, a third one? They're not making a third they're one. Rebooting. They're rebooting. God damn it. I am circuit. so fucking sick of reboots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's a report out there that uh, Short Circuit is getting the good old reboot routine. Can we can we reboot Mandalorian back to the beginning of the season and just start over? Only if you leave Filoni out of it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy in his stupid hat. I want to start a petition for that. Would Why you are they it, rebooting this? Why? Because they not? can. It's fucking Hollywood. They have run out of ideas. All right, with all the shit, the shit show that is 2020, these motherfuckers sitting around in their fucking million dollar mansions uh, in fucking the, the left coast of America getting fucking stoned out of their mind. They can't come up with a goddamn original thought anymore. So let's just reboot shit. Fucking. Ah, Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's dumb. You want to reboot it. something? Let's reboot. Let's reboot uh, uh, Cobra. That movie with Stallone. The oh, arm wrestling God, movie? God, no. No, oh, yeah, that was no that. Cobra wasn't the arm wrestling movie, was it? That was over the top. That was over the top. Which one was Cobra? Cobra was another one that was kind of like Rambo. Trucker? Oh, no, let's, don't reboot Rambo. We've had like 18 of them. No, I think, let's reboot Space Truckers. Yes. No. Yes. We shouldn't have made Space Truckers in the first place. Why would we want, want to reboot it? Oh no, because I want it'll it. be better this time. It'll be better. Yeah, I want it. I want Space Truckers now reboot mm-hmm. so bad. I take back every bad thing I just said about all the idiots in California. Let's reboot. We're gonna Space Truckers. Oh no, Cobra we're gonna cover was the it one live. where he was the uh, LAPD cop, Beverly Hills Cop. No, that that was a totally different movie. Are you sure? Yes. Cobra was Sylvester Stallone. He played this cop and he drove around yeah, and they in played Axel Foley, uh, that, that song Axel Foley in the. Uh, dun, 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 yeah, no, that's that's a different movie. That's Beverly Hills Cop, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's what I said. That's, that's Beverly what I'm talking Hills about. Cop, but that's not Cobra. Yeah. But it had Stallone in it. Cobra had Stallone, yes. 
No, Beverly Hills Cop. No, Beverly Hills Cop had Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie Murphy. Uh, Eddie Murphy was in um, all those Medea movies. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with him? I don't know. I think he I had just a wanted stroke. to see. I just wanted to see how long Jason was going to argue with me over Stallone. <laughs> and fucking uh, Eddie Murphy being the like different people. Like, oh my I god! I hate all of you. Who's ready for a pod crawl? Uh, please, yeah, if, we, if we have to. Well, let's do uh, it. It makes this episode go forward. <laughs> yeah. Let's right. do it. Yeah. We can call it. I don't know. Say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. The episode opens not with a Mandalorian, but with the Jedi he's been looking for since two episodes ago. This wizard with laser swords is drifting through the fog slicing through the gas mask wearing thugs hunting her in a burned out forest. After she dispatches the goons outside the walls, she addresses cosplay Madame Akane and the hired gun Johnny Kyle Reese Ringo. The Jedi wants some information and Japanese Cruella DeVille doesn't want to give it up. The Jedi, instead of hopping onto the wall and cutting everyone down like she will later in the episode, gives them a day to change their minds, probably so the rest of the episode can happen. In what feels like a year later because of the abrupt pacing change, Din lands on planet and heads to the settlement. There he's greeted at the gate by Ringo and granted entrance when he says he's in town looking for information. He wanders around trying to make friends for a bit before he's told that Cruella wants a word. She has a pesky Jedi problem and wants to give him a Beskar sphere if he will fumigate the forest. She tells Din where to find the Jedi and he heads out to get ambushed by the very Jedi he's been looking for. Ahsoka, like everyone else in the galaxy, is instantly enamored with Baby Yoda, who it turns out, has an actual name. The unfortunate part is his actual name is Grogu, so he should probably <laughs> legally change it to Baby Yoda. Yeah. Ahsoka wants to play catch with Grogu, but Grogu only plays with Din. Ahsoka isn't pleased and refuses to train the little ankle biter, making up some excuse about anger and fear, and not leading another down that path. Oh, and apparently using the force isn't like riding a bike, if you don't keep doing it you somehow lose it. Seems legit. Ahsoka tells Din she needs some help freeing the town from the tyranny of Grandma Kurosawa, and Din tells her he will help if she will train Grogu. They raid the town at first light, with Ahsoka doing the jump on the walls, and cut down Fool's thing. Oh she also slices through the alarm gong that was only there so she could slice through it at some point. She cuts her way through town until she gets to the inner sanctum where Cruella and Ringo are waiting. She throws Din's pauldron on the ground, implying she killed him, but it's not like she needed his help anyway. Din provides a distraction as Ahsoka chases generic bad guy lady into the inner sanctum for their fight. Din and Ringo face each other at high noon on Main Street, while Ahsoka forgets she has Jedi powers and tries to go toe-to-toe with Cruella. The scene abruptly shifts back and forth between the tense battle and two dudes standing in the street talking until finally Ahsoka gets the upper hand and the information she was looking for. Johnny says he's got no quarrel with Din, but Din says I'm your huckleberry when Ringo tries to pull a fast one. With the town saved and a brand new Besker sphere added to his collection, Din is ready to hand over Grogu, but Ahsoka still refuses to train him. She tells him instead to head to Tython and put out a Galactic Craig's List ad looking for Jedi lessons, and rolled in, <laughs> and Grogu heading off to their next weekly adventure credits. Yeah, I'm calling this little bastard Grogu from now on, because what a dumb fucking name. <laughs> I hate Who that came up with name. that name? I don't know. I don't know, but it is a shitty fucking Grogu. name. What a- I mean, they could have come with up with anything 
anything. Yeah, anything. And they came up with this. But again, I'm going to say pandemic. They're all out there in the left coast, fucking stoned out of their mind, not talking to anybody, hold up in their house, wearing stupid fucking shitty hats and going. <laughs> that's exactly what that, I, I just. Yeah, I'm not going to blame Grogu it. on pot. Oh, I am. I am. Because if I blame it on Filoni, like I'm, you just you just hate Filoni. Well, yeah, because he does shit. Like this episode was shit. I'm not and sure Filoni came up with Grogu though. I, I, you know what? I bet he did. So here's an interesting thing about uh, uh, Cruella, as you called her. Uh, Morgan Elizabeth uh, was the uh, name of the uh, gun runner. Like, is that what she was? She was a gun runner. Well, she was a, she was a war profiteer apparently. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, she's played by Diana Lee Inosanto, mm-hmm. who uh, was the godchild of Bruce Lee. Of yeah. One Bruce Lee. Yeah. Interesting. 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 Uh, she was also in an episode of Star Trek uh, Enterprise, which was uh, uh, objectively a terrible series and also better than The Mandalorian season two. <laughs> maybe yeah this this episode had potential but okay first the pacing in this episode fucking blew god this the the pacing in this episode so this this the pacing and the 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 dialogue yeah it was like it was like i was watching the dave filoni um, uh, <laughs> rebel star. No, no, no. Well, yeah, but no. I was thinking it, it. It. It was like it was the scene when Dave Filoni showed up at Mando at the ice cave, right? It was just I'm going to say a line. Uh, I don't. And I, let's I, sit I here some more. Yeah. I don't, okay. Well, when when the two of them were having their staring contest, yeah. But okay, I I, I would suggest that we start with what we liked about this episode because it's so little. <laughs> All right. So um, here's, and you know, we just got done with Thanksgiving. I want to. I want to talk about what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that Rosario Dawson brought Ahsoka Tano to life. I thought she did a pretty good job uh, writing aside uh, and, and the action or lack of action uh, aside. I thought she did a really good job. I loved seeing Ahsoka Tano come to life. So the 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 geek in me, the Star Wars fan that's still in there somewhere went, wow, that's that this is kind of cool. So I, I enjoyed that. I thought she did a good job. I thought everybody bitching uh about uh her not being uh Eckstein uh, can uh, I thought that was shit, thinking I'll eat a dick. Um and that's all I really liked about this episode. <laughs> so I've I've got a question for you. Um, yeah. And and this is a, uh, is it multiple choice? No, no. So my question for you is, um, because I haven't watched rebels in its entirety yet. Um, yeah, I wouldn't bother. Okay. Were Ahsoka's mannerisms in the Mandalorian similar to how she was in rebels when she came back? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, how she like acted. Very, yeah, she's very withdrawn. Okay. She's, I mean, she's confident in who she is, but she's very withdrawn. She's very cryptic. Uh, she doesn't cryptic. She doesn't speak a lot. Okay, uh, but she has. Uh, did you no, guys catch I, the I'm, owl? I'm, 
Did, did, did you catch the owl? I didn't see I the owl. I saw an owl. I didn't know right. it was so apparently attached that's to her, her s- until after the fact. Yeah. yeah, it's attached to her. Like So there's little Easter eggs in there that are pretty, like if you're a, a, a super fan of Star yeah, I, Wars, like I watched you get Clone excited Wars. about. You know, so I'm, yeah. I'm aware of her younger years. I yeah, watched. so you know about the owl then, because yeah. that happened in, that, like people say that was the daughter. Oh, I uh, haven't gotten that far in Clone Wars. Oh, Thanks. Jesus, you're way... Yeah. You don't, know who, Look, you don't know who I'm talking about then when I say the daughter. You're like the daughter. No, of the, yeah, the, the the son, the daughter, yeah, the father, and was the it the father? The yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So anyway, it, yeah. okay, so you're aware of it. Everyone else is aware of it. So that's kind of cool. The problem with this, and if you're if you're looking for Easter eggs, the fact that Thrawn is alive means that Ezra Bridger probably well, isn't because that's she how thinks Thrawn is alive. Well, that's yeah. how I'm guessing he's going to be the big bad of season three. I don't know that's Thrawn. Yeah, but and I, I, I I would be okay with that. I don't know if Thrawn's going to be the blue dude, the big Aiden. bad in season three because yes. if they do that, they have to bring Timothy Zahn in to write to at least write the episodes with Thrawn in it. Because that's that's part of his. Did did he come in and write the episodes uh, for Thrawn in Rebels? I don't know. I'd have to check. I, well, why don't you do a little research on the fly while I catch people up to speed that did on the Discovery? right thing? At, well, right on Discovery and, and didn't watch Rebels. For those of you that didn't watch Rebels, uh, here's a quick catch up. Uh, Thrawn, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, as he was called in Rebels. Uh, was uh, basically in charge of R&D. And they were, his area was, it was a new TIE fighter that he was building. He was build, building on Lothal, which is where Ezra Bridger was from, who was the young Jedi uh, that Catan. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with, with a gun, with a gun saber. Well, for a while it was a gun saber and then it yep. wasn't a gun yep. saber. Anyway, he took Thrawn, Ezra Bridger uh, apparently sacrificed himself and took Thrawn away with space whales. <laughs> yeah, fucking space whales and that's how it ended and so sabine who was you know this uh, the crush of ezra bridger ever since the show started and uh, ahsoka tano decided they were going to search the galaxy after the empire fell uh and go looking for ezra because they didn't know where he went like basically these space whales had hyperdrive organic hyperdrive inside of their giant whale bodies instead of jonah and so they just they they took thrawn and a Star Destroyer uh, full of Thrawn and Ezra Bridger away. And then nobody knew where. Nobody ever found. So now apparently Thrawn's back. And that's why Ahsoka Tano's looking for him. I'm guessing it's to find out where Ezra Bridger is. But if she knows for a fact that Thrawn is still alive, it makes me think that Bridger isn't. Uh, which then would make Ezra Bridger's sacrifice mm, pretty shit. Because all he did was ensure that the Death Star got uh, created instead of these these super awesome fucking TIE fighters. So Ezra Bridger, kind of a douche Jedi. Yeah, I don't know there anything you go. about you're her. All, you're all cut up. Or you're him. Cut up. Did, did, you, did you do your research, Jason? Yeah, I don't know what episodes <laughs> Thrawn was in. I'd have to do he some more in-depth he research. Didn't, he didn't do it. He didn't you, were do so, you were supposed to do it while we had this conversation. Yeah. Like you could probably just look up Timothy's on and rebels and see if he wrote any episodes, but I mean, like, Hey, you do you, man. Don't, don't tell him how to Google foo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will He's give it to star Wars though. I mean, they, they've, <laughs> well, yeah, no, they've created this great world where they have weaved this story throughout the clone wars, 
Rebels, and now the Mandalorian. Well, and and, and what I, what I was going to say is, I'll I'll give it to them. They they you know made all the fanboys climax with showing Ahsoka on screen. Only and if then they, they showed were, her tits. <laughs> and then that's you know that's the next chapter. Next chapter. They're they're a master is involved. at the tease by going. Oh, now we're going to show you Thrawn. Maybe. Maybe, but here's the thing: I, they can't like if 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 Moff uh, Gideon is the big bad for this season, and they're not utilizing him, which they're obviously not. Uh, it's it's time for a new big bad. Like let's let's kill Moff Gideon. Let's close this chapter of whatever weird R and D thing is. Maybe vaguely tie it into Snoke or Palpatine's clones or whatever you want to do. But now it's gone. Right. And they, they like Mando and Bo-Katan and Ahsoka Tano, they all fix it. But now Thrawn's back and he is the bigger because he would be, he would be the bigger threat to the galaxy. You bring him in. And honestly, I'll be a hundred percent honest. If they do it and they do it right, it will fix uh, my disappointment with season two. If was- they do it or they don't do it and they, or they do it and they, they do it shitty like they've done the entire season two, it will cement my uh, absolute hatred for this franchise. And I will consider episodes four five and six to be standalone trilogy. There's also a rumor floating out there that this was kind of a, a soft test for an Ahsoka series. And if that's the case, then that would be more logical for Thrawn to show up as the big bad. I won't watch so, the, I, look. I won't watch it. I won't watch an Ahsoka series, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. Because it'll be so controversial with Star Wars fans that all of the noise around it will kill anything good that would come out of it. Why do you think it's it would be so controversial? Because it, it will star Rosario Dawson. It will not star whatever her name Ashley is. Ashley yeah. Eckstein, and it shouldn't. No, star it shouldn't. Ashley She's Eckstein. not a live actress. I don't look. Oh, where have you not read her thing this. on Instagram where she's like, I've been in live action. I've been voice. I've been she this. She has I've, been I in don't. live action back in 2008 on fucking Nickelodeon. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm not dis- I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying like both uh, uh, Eckstein and uh, Dawson are showing support for one another, which whatever I could give two drops of monkey piss. I think this is stupid. If you're a Star Wars fan and you are pissy and 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 pissed off and bitchy and just in a generally bad mood because Eckstein isn't playing Ahsoka Tano. I, I please go fuck yourself. Go, go just stop what you're doing. Stop the podcast right now. Go fuck off and just don't come back to the series, to this podcast, to whatever. I all this noise that that surrounded this episode was just an even bigger turn off then the episode itself, which was pretty meh. Uh, all these people saying, oh, it should have been x time. It should have been x time. And all these people beforehand going, oh, there's a 50-50 chance it might be x It's not x time. Shut the fuck up. It will never be x time. She played it for 14 years. She did a great job with the voice. I'm not taking anything away from her. But to try to put her up, a voice actress, who is, which is essentially what she is, a voice actress against an actor an actual honest to God actor that has been in some big name shit and has delivered the line. Yeah. I go ass to mouth. (laughs) Oh, that took a left turn. (laughs) There is just no comparison. (laughs) 
So all of you just calm the fuck down, shut the fuck up, and just try to enjoy who's playing Ahsoka Tano. This is a character that everybody likes. I like Ahsoka Tano. I've liked Ahsoka Tano since Clone Wars, and I thought Clone Wars was kind of a shit series. Uh, Rebels was a shit series, but everything that she's been in, uh, she's it, it's been this uh, a bright spot. Okay. I, I want to ask I've a question about character. that. But first, yeah. let's get to what Rob likes or what Rob is thankful for in this episode because we haven't done that yet. So he's not thankful for anything. Yeah. Do you want to talk about you want to talk about discovery during your thankful time? I'm no. I'm thankful that uh, no. I mean, okay. I thought it was okay. It was an okay episode. I mean, that's all this has ever been this season. <laughs> that's what you're thankful okay. for? Is yeah. that it was just okay? That it wasn't totally shitty. I think they, I think Rosario did a, I think she did an excellent job. Um, I do have, uh, portraying Ahsoka, I, th- I have a little bit of a problem with the, with the lightsaber usage. It seemed very clunky. What? It, no, as far as like, just it, it didn't seem very smooth and fluid like what you have seen in other live action Jedi based okay, stuff. Wait, you're going to have to explain that to me because with as little as we got, how can you come away with uh, it was either clunky or smooth? I mean, we got, well, we'd get one or two moves and then we'd go back to a staring contest and then we'd get one or two moves and we'd go back to a staring contest. Then we'd get one or two moves and then we'd go back to a staring contest. And this went on for literally five minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's not clunky. That's just so, shitty. That's shitty directing Filoni. Well, yes, but it, it but her, her, the, uh, it didn't see, it didn't seem like she was somebody that was trained as a Padawan and as a Jedi and all that kind of good stuff. And what you see in the Clone Wars where she's, she's relatively smooth and fluid. Oh, you, you mean like th- at the beginning when she took out an entire right. fucking squadron? Okay. Yes. But it was, it was stealthily. I don't, I don't man. I mean, that's, I'm, that, I, I just, I, I'm not trying I, to I'm shit thinking, in your cereal. Uh, cereal no, is what I'm saying. I'm is, thinking more along the lines of during the, uh, the fight, but that's the fight I, with Beskar. That, yeah. But that's lady. not, I, that's not her fault. And that's not the fault of Rosario Dawson. That's not no. the fault of the choreographer. That's not the fault. Uh, it's the fault that lies squarely on the shoulders of Dave Filoni and his stupid fucking hat and how he directed this episode. God, you really he, hate that fucking hat. I, I just really hate that fuck is who I hate. Like he yeah. and fucking Freddie Prince Jr. and Lucas can all fuck off somewhere together. And everybody who's like, eh, they all fuck off together. All of you. It's, it, it's such shit. Like you said, shitty pacing. It was, yeah. it was, it was clunk. It, it made it no look action. clunky. It yeah, made it look not, clunky. I know it's not on her. I know. Yeah, and that's what no. I'm wondering that, that that's the only that, you know, she did a good job. Uh, and, and I hope, you know, they, they say that there's this whole, what grand, uh, uh, this whole huge battle at the end that's going to happen this season with her and doing and dumbass. Gideon, yeah. yeah. Um, I hope it's smoother during that pacing. I, I would imagine if there is this epic duel between the dark saber held by uh, Moff Gideon 
uh, and Ahsoka Tano's lightsabers held by one Ahsoka Tano, uh, that they don't let Filoni anywhere near the fucking episode, and it's directed by Favreau. I hope so. Well, I, I thought the epic duel was supposed to be in this episode. No, oh, no, they've no. been teasing. They've been teasing. It's a epic duel with. Uh, uh, yeah, but with the dark with saber. The dark saber. And, yeah, involved. like that's that's the big thing. Is that's okay. going to be yeah. Because there was no epic duel in this fucking no, episode whatsoever. No, well, no, no, like, okay. And here's here's something. And, and I, yeah, again, I put this on Filoni because he directed this and he wrote this episode. She loses her saber. Great. I understand that. You lose your lightsaber. But you force, Yeah, you force pull that shit back in and you'd go to town. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't I, know why she suddenly forgot all of her fucking Jedi force training whenever she, she was fighting using Beskar it. Lady. Well, she hasn't been using it. The which, fuck she well, wasn't. She was using it in the fog no, whenever she was going no, up against those no, other dudes. No, but she hadn't been using uh, force pull re- retrieve. Whatever. <laughs> oh, she yeah. hadn't been what using it, so she forgot how to do it. That's yeah. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because yeah. I forgot that's how the force works. Yeah, she does a lot of force push, not a lot of force pull. Right. Uh, so, well, yeah, and, and see, forgot. that's the thing. She didn't. Even, she didn't do any pushing. She didn't do anything. Well, she did a little pushing. She pushed that rock towards Baby Yoda. Well, I'm talking about during the fight. She didn't do yeah, anything. She didn't use any yeah, force powers. I'm trying I mean, that to, shouldn't okay, have so, been as, as close of a battle as it was. But, no, it shouldn't have. It shouldn't well, have been a... Okay, you know. maybe, maybe not. I'm trying to remember how much she used the force during actual battles. Remember, and again, if you haven't watched all of Rebels and you haven't watched all of Clone Wars, spoilers, so Rob, plug your ears. Like She didn't finish her Padawan training. She she left because no, she finished she finished her Padawan training. She didn't finish. She didn't take the trial. She didn't so. become a Jedi. Yeah, no. Right. She was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Like the Jedi are fucking dumb because they blamed her for something that happened. Right, but then it turned out it wasn't her, and they all went, "Oh, we're sorry." And she's like, "Sorry, ain't gonna cut it, fucko." Yeah, because you were ready to. Yeah, you were ready make to. Me, yeah, make me die on the sword. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't. In all of the battles with her, like, and I'd have to go back and look. But here's the thing. I don't care enough to do so, especially as somebody coming in. You have to look at it from somebody coming into the series and not knowing fuck all about right. about Ahsoka Tano, right? Right, you have and that, to that was going to be everybody. That that brings me to my question: is I've never seen the Clone Wars series. I've never seen Rebels. I have little to no information on Ahsoka Tano. I know that she was. Um, she was Anakin's, Anakin's uh, yeah, she was Anakin's apprentice for a while. Uh, that's that's basically all I know. And then she, like, dual wields white lightsabers, which I'm, okay, white lightsabers, right. yay. But my question, <laughs> my question was going to be. They used to be green. Yeah, they used to be. Okay, so she just. She purged like, them. She did what? She purged her sabers. Purged them of what? Color? The color. Yep. Yeah. She purged her kyber crystal. But. That would make them black. The absence of light is black. <laughs> yeah, but not the absence of color. Wait, no, what? the absence of of light in of color in light is black. Is darkness is black? No, you're right. Yeah, all colors combined is white. Or is is it, okay? That doesn't make any sense. But that that that's not my question. So my question <laughs> is, <laughs> my question is. Why does everybody like her character so much? I mean, she's got the personality of a tree stump. 
And oh, I mean, other than, other than she didn't have she didn't have a personality of a tree stump. Yeah, no, that's shitty in writing. Clone Wars and all that. In fact, she she you would have to put look at, Anakin yeah. in his place. Yeah, most of the time. Most of the time, she would absolutely. She kept Anakin stable. If 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 <laughs> if, like, if if Katana if Ahsoka hadn't left, we wouldn't have had Vader. Vader. But that's not how that works. But she left for righteous reasons, if that makes sense. And she's always been like that character. Like she would always do things right. Like it's always, you just, there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. And if you do them wrong, like there's consequences. And that's why she left the Jedi because they did it wrong. She called them out on their bullshit. And Yoda acknowledged like, yeah, well, it was kind of bullshit. And she's like, well, if you couldn't fix it, Yoda, nobody could fix it. I'm getting the fuck out. So people like her because of the connection that she had to Anakin. People like her for the stance, all the stances she took that kept Anakin from, from going to the dark side sooner. Uh, I mean, she's just that character. She's a likable, she's a likable character. I, I didn't like her at first. I really didn't. But as she but grew. She was, yeah, she was kind of whiny in the first few episodes yeah. as, as she whiny, grew as a, as a person as a character as a jedi padawan you like you just she's she's this plucky underdog that's full of optimism and hope and she stands up for what's right she stands up for the little guy it's like all that bullshit all the all the uh old tropes that that just everybody loves she's that character so that's why there's all this uh love for her. and the fact that feloni the guy who, who you know, was basically in charge of that character uh, throughout the Clone Wars and then uh, throughout Rebels. The fact that this, it was written so poorly and he couldn't get that feeling to translate over into, you know, they should have spent a whole episode instead of the two bullshit episodes that they fucking put in the beginning of this fucking season. They should have devoted an entire episode of just letting people who didn't watch Clone Wars, who didn't watch Rebels because they are shit shows, get to know Ahsoka Tano in an episode, in a 45-minute episode, let's get to know Ahsoka Tano. And you sit down with a group of writers and you sit down with the people who have uh, intimate knowledge of who Ahsoka Tano was, who Ahsoka Tano uh, you know, left to be after uh, going off after Ezra Bridger and and Thrawn, and then where she's at in her current story, and and you you figure that out and you find a way so that she connects with the audience. And it's it was painfully obvious during this episode that she was just, and I get that this is a western, she, and, she's and a it's got that motif, stone. right? And I get that it's they kind of alluded to like the where East meets West in this episode. Uh, and I get that and I understand that. And so she's got this kind of badass. I'm not going to do a lot of talking. I'm going to let my actions talk. But if you take an episode beforehand and you let the interaction between her and Din and her and baby Yoda, and you change his name to not fucking Grogu, you fucking idiots. Uh, if you do that instead of a filler episode at the beginning of the season, like this would have landed, this episode would have landed much better, but they didn't. They took a shortcut and this is what you get. 
And this is why I'm so disappointed with this fucking series. It's just shortcut after shortcut after shortcut. It's shitty writing, shitty directing, shitty pacing this season. It's, it's, I, I don't know. I, I can try to blame it on just 2020 is making shit of everything, but I just have a feeling that but they had done this before that Dave Filoni, like he hits gold every once in a while, but most of the time he just diarrheas all over himself and he just doesn't know any fucking better. And he is going to take down John Favreau with him. He's going to take down baby Yoda with him and he's going to take down Ahsoka Tano with him. If I were Kathleen Kennedy, I would quit and let somebody else come in and fix everything. Cause this is all fucked up. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I thought she was out. There were rumors that she was out, but no, I don't think nope. so. No, nope, she's going to stay in because it, because of the pandemic. Literally, that's why. Because she doesn't have before, she had all kinds of different places she could go. And now because of the pandemic, she has almost nowhere that she can go. So she's pretty much stuck where she's at. Yeah, but I thought I thought her contract was up. No. She was just gonna leave, but now or no, it is up. Yeah. It's it's coming up, but she wasn't going to the rumor was she wasn't going to renegotiate. She was just gonna go. Oh, I got you. Now so she's going to, she, now she's you thinking yeah. she re, is trying to renegotiate. Well, yep. who knows? Uh, they need I hope not. not. I, I really hope not. And I hope, no, I hope, Favreau, I hope she is trying to renegotiate and they say the door, they won't, there, they'll bitch. take her, they'll take her, they'll take her. Although I don't know after some of the bad press she got from, uh, uh, some of the comments that, oh God, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, uh, the yeah. stormtrooper. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Boyega. John Boyega yeah. made like I, there's a lot that's wrong right now with Star Wars. And if you're a Star Wars fan and you're not able to see that, like that's why, like, let's just everybody cool their jets. You want to do the Obi-Wan series? Let's do the Obi-Wan series. Fine. But after that, mm, like maybe just let Star Wars go to sleep for a while until Dave Filoni uh, decides he doesn't want to do it anymore. Well, I guess we it depends on who's writing the Obi-Wan series because if it's Favreau and crew, I don't want them touching Obi-Wan. Yeah, I don't I don't want that either, but I also don't want Lucas touching it. No, no, I'd rather not Lucas either, but I don't know. Let's get Watiti to do it. I would be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. All of the, like you talked about at the beginning when we started watching the first season of Mandalorian, we were, oh man, John Favreau, he really nailed it. He's got this down. Like, yeah, there was that well, one there was that one it, episode where Filoni was involved, but man, Favreau's got and now this season. Well, if like, you notice, eh. if you notice season one, executive producer was Favreau. Season two, Filoni's got his name up there too now. As so I'm I, thinking, he ruins everything. I'm thinking, I'm thinking He's Filoni's got more creative control now, or at least an ear. And well, here's the thing: if you're John yeah. Favreau and you're coming in and you're like, "Yeah, well, here here are the characters we want to use. Who do we bring in? Who knows these people? Oh, well, fucking right. Filoni knows them. Right. All right. Well, let's bring Filoni in then. And you already have a kind of a, a respect for what he's done, just because Clone Wars was so popular and because Rebels was semi popular. Right. And so you're like, all right, I will defer to Filoni. But I cannot fathom for the life of me how John Favreau sits there 
and he watches these episodes before they're released and doesn't go, what the fuck is going on? I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all because we complain about pacing in this episode, Jason. The pacing of this season has been extremely shit. I mean, it's been we, very well, yeah. staccato, very start, stop. Well, start, it's, stop, it's start, because stop. it's an adventure of the week series. So it has to start and then stop and then start and then stop because it's a, it's a different quest every week. So you got to start the quest. You got to get that, that quest for that information. I mean, you're looking, you're looking for information. Somebody needs you to do something so that they'll share that information. You're, you're basically playing fucking SWOTOR. Do, yeah. do they, do they not have um, long range communications? In Star Wars? No, they do. <laughs> anymore? No, not I'm anymore. I'm just wondering. I mean, a lot of this stuff could have been solved with a phone call. The New New Republic banned it. New Republic banned all... Uh, all long-range yeah. communications, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm... Okay. I liked the the, the kind of stealthily take down the goons with their big, bright fucking oh, I, light uh, yes, badges I liked in, the, it. in the beginning. I thought that I worked it. well. Yeah, I kind of liked the set design until I thought about it a little bit more. Um, I thought it was kind of a cool little throwback to the the gong thing. It was kind of a a juxtaposition between the high tech stuff and then you know this this ancient technology where you use a gong for an alarm. Until I thought about it a little more, and the only fucking reason that gong was in the shot was so that she could slice it in half at some point to show how badass the uh, lightsabers are. And then I hated it. And then I absolutely hated that fucking gong. And it was actually my wife that, that pointed that out to me because she watched the episode with me and she was like, what was the point of that gong? And I told her, you know, I think it was to, it was to show the, the dichotomy between the old and the new. And she was like, but yeah, I mean, I can kind of see that, but it was just there so that she could cut through it later on. But, but can I defend that for a second? Yeah, I, I, think, I think number one, it was a style thing. East, East meets I, West. I thought it was too, and I was gonna, you know, let it go as as, as an artistic license until they sliced through it like that <laughs> and portrayed it so prominently. Right, but I also think that number one, artistically, from a, a action director kind of like that, that makes for an awesome shot. Number number three, I also think that again, trying to appeal to everybody. And maybe there are those who watch this that somehow do not know what the fuck a lightsaber is. Like are like, maybe this is their first experience with the Jedi. Like, Oh, Holy shit. That's what a lightsaber does, which then makes the Beskar armor for reason. Number four, that much more impressive because Beskar can't be cut by a lightsaber. And that was going to be my next question. Has that been established before now? Yes. Yes. When? Uh, Clone Wars? Not, yeah, not in, okay, it, it hasn't been in mainstream type stuff other than Clone Wars, but. Clone Wars and. Uh, but Rebels. not in Mando. Yeah, but not in Mando. Yeah. And that's, that's why Beskar was, that's why Beskar was so impressive is it, it deflects lightsabers and laser yeah that, that's shots. part of the reason that the mandalorians were able to hold their own against you know the space wizards it, well that and the fact that they went uh old school and were using slug throwers yes yeah, shotguns, yeah. shotguns 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 yeah. yeah actual projectiles not lasers yeah 
What what, what advantage did that give them? Well, when, when the Jedi went to block the shot, instead of deflecting a laser, yeah. it would just, yeah, molten uh, lead or metal would then hit their face. <laughs> so lightsabers can cut through steel, but they... Look, what do you want from me? I don't fucking make space physics. It's, it's, like, the, it's like the Wolverine Deadpool shot. <laughs> you slice the bullet in half and it ricochets off. So the, the, the Jedi were slicing those bullets in half and killing their teammates behind them. Yeah, there you go. That works. I'm mm, all right with that. I so I think the blade is a little thicker than a bullet. Mm, you know what? Don't worry about it. You're thinking too hard, <laughs> so. Jason. I You're thinking so. too hard. Oh, my God. You don't know what kind of bullets were being it was shot a, you out know of that what? Here, It was a, it was a uh, blunderbuss. There you go. It was just, they would throw spoons and knives and all kinds of shit in there. Uh, and then it was just this wide thing, and Jedi can't block all of it, so they'd get a face full of fork. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't know. What do you want from me, man? What do you? I'm trying to look. As so what you're as saying is, is they would get forked up. They would get forked up. They would Very get nice forked Trump. up. It would. I'm just trying to, to to defend it a little bit. I think there are some things that you can be critical of for sure, but that kind of stuff, I just kind of go, all right. Well, I'm going to turn my brain off and just enjoy it because it's fun to think of a Jedi getting a face full of hot fucking molten metal instead of being able to deflect a laser bolt. And like, oh, that's pretty clever on the Mandalorian's part. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, they could also just force push the bullets aside, right? And just no, look, 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 if you don't use it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you don't use it, yeah. you forget it. That's, that's right. right. They, that's they right. Yeah. If you don't use it, you forget it. When was the last time you practiced force pushing and force pulling a bullet? <laughs> Dude, I do I that forget. every day because I used to if do I it. don't use it, I lose no, it. I used- yeah, yeah. I, mean, I used that's to do it when I was a kid. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is I weird. Nothing. I know how to stop uh, laser beams. I can, I can force freeze a laser beam, but I can't force freeze a bullet. <laughs> that was only I, that was, that was only, only Kylo Ren. Ren. Yeah. yeah, I know, but you know, you never saw anybody else do that. Vader just let it hit his hand. He's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like robot. He, yeah, he just yeah he just absorbed it into his yeah. hand. Yeah. All right, yeah. Rob, you got a haiku for us this week. I do. I do have a haiku. Is it called Grogu? I love you. <laughs> close. All right. It's close. All right. This one is called Galactic Peacekeeper. Hermit Ahsoka, dispensing Jedi justice, more kills than Mando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did. She killed a lot of people this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure why Mando was even in this episode. I guess because it's his show. To get but- the. To get the Beskar uh, spear. Right. Um, Speaking of her killing more than Mando, you got a Mando kill count for us? I do. This one was really easy. Um, Four. (laughs) Four? That's it? Did you double? Did you double? Did you double count? Did you double check? Did you check? I double check. Somebody I else? Ju- no, no, I just, I just. Did counted. you use your fingers? You got, you got two, you got two of the robots. You got the dude uh, Wait, that but he is. Is that is that an actual kill? kill? Are we? That's are a we, kill. We counted. We kill? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if HK units 
Except for uh, HK 47. 47 is our sentient. Like he was sentient. I, like, where is he at? I want to hear him just call people meat bags. All yeah, time. I know. That's all I want. Like, give me that series. Yeah. 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 Two, two robots. Uh, he had the showdown at sundown. Um, and then there was another kill. Oh, the, uh, when he first came down, he killed the guy that was go- about to, uh, electrocute or kill the, uh, captives. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah good that call. was it. Cause, cause like we, it was what three quarters of the way through the show and I still had a big giant goose egg. I was like, okay, if, great. If, Meanwhile, if, Ahsoka 47 in the first wait, five minutes. Yeah. I don't, was it 47? I, don't, I have no idea. Seems, I, yeah, I, I didn't, say. I didn't that count. Seems a little, that seems a little high. I, I will say ridiculous. this. I would have liked that scene uh, where the, it was a staring contest a lot better if we hadn't, if it hadn't been cutting back and forth and because like, yeah. here's what I would have really liked if it, because this show is called Mandalorian. It's not called Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano goes in there. You see her go in there. They have their little back and forth where they're talking and then it just cuts back to Mando and Ringo uh, doing their stare down and you just hear the battle. You hear it going on behind you and they're just staring there looking at each other. And they're having their little short conversations. And then at the end, he goes, well, it sounds like your side won. And then that just tells the audience, Ahsoka won. We never have to see her lose her lightsaber like some kind of dumbass. We never have to see her not use force powers. We just assume that it's this awesome mega battle, right? And then everything happens after that where he tries to, you know, kill Mando and Mando shoots him. (laughs) Like that. That would have been badass. That would have been great. And that it would have been, been made- fine. But yeah. I mean, you could have even gone to the the establishing shot on Main Street where they're both staring each other down and getting ready to draw. And then they have that conversation about, you know, sometimes or we're both the same. We we fight for a cause that we believe in. And then it switches over to the Ahsoka battle. You finish up mm-hmm. the Ahsoka battle without cutting it in the middle of the fucking battle and totally killing the pacing and the climactic, you know, scene that's going on with another fucking stare down, which was fucking stupid. God, I hated yeah. that. You know, that reminded you me. You that, that reminded battle. me. Yeah. You finish that, that battle and then you go back and you finish up the stare down on Main Street. But I hated the stare down on Main Street because it didn't make fucking sense for the character. He said, you know there are some things that are, you know, worth fighting for, uh, worth giving your life for. And then he says, this ain't it. And he was a surrendering. And so the logical thing for that character to have done is turn and walk the fuck away because his boss was already dead. What is he going to do? His boss wasn't, I think that's the thing. He may have been a mercenary, but he still was working for Thrawn, which would have, like if they would have done it your way, that to me that would have solidified Thrawn is still alive. Yeah, it just it made no sense that he was going to try and, and draw on Mando at that point. Yeah, but he got Mando to drop his arm. He had a chance. Okay, he had a chance. Yeah, it so was dumb. And there's a he chance. Had, he was, had a chance to shoot no. a dude covered in Beskar armor with a laser. <laughs> yeah, there was no fucking character motivation. That, did he that, not that made him do that? It was fucking. Yeah, did he stupid. not see two episodes ago where the guy no, took on no. like eighty laser bolts to the chest and still blew yeah. up the guys? No, he was too busy, you know, 
mm. oppressing a village. Oh, like yeah. I don't even. Why were they there? Did we ever find out why they were oppressing it, these villagers? She uh, was stripping the planet of its resources. Okay. Okay. So wood. The planet. Wood. Yeah. Wood. The the planet. She was burning trees. Is what she, she was there for. She just decided to oppress the village. Because well, I guess reasons? she needed some place to live. Well, I mean, how did she get there? A ship. I'm assuming based on her wealth that it was probably a pretty big ship. Probably. I didn't like, she wasn't using these, these folks for slaves. They weren't doing the work. It looked like, so she's why? just an asshole. I mean, she's generic evil lady guy. It's Can't, I, can a lady not walk into a town, start putting prisoners <laughs> in electric collars, and just run roughshod without well, yeah, any repercussions? No, I done the, I'm not saying I would not have done the same thing because 100% I would have. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to find the motivation for this character, and like, you, there you go, she's an asshole. I'm okay with it. <laughs> what I'm not okay with is the entirety of that episode. Yeah, Can I mean, we, it, it was. It wasn't we, a horrible episode, yeah, but man, but it, wasn't, it wasn't very good. No, no. I'll tell you what was good is when they brought back uh, a scene from Next Generation and Spock was in it talking about unification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that, that was a good was one. Fucking balls. And yeah, did you catch? I missed did you, that. They, the ship that blew up, uh, mm-hmm. Rob, uh, yeah. the black box, was named yeah. the USS Yelchin. It was in Named honor of Anton yeah, Milchen, you know, yeah, died, yeah, played yep. uh, Chekhov. That was, the, uh, yeah, that was a uh, that was a nice little nod because nice they already nod. did a they already did a nod to. Um, uh, you know, I'm Nog. just gonna cut all this out, right? You, why would you, you better not? You better not. This is this is this is the gold of the episode. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really not. I'm all right, so next week we are going to cover chapter 14 of the Mandalorian. It is the sixth episode in the second season. Don't know what it's going to call, be called. Probably, you know, I don't know, the uh, long distance phone call Jedi. or something. Who knows? <laughs> the longest phone call. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll make it to Tython in the next episode. Probably not. Nah, there's going to be a pit stop somewhere. Yeah. I imagine Baby Yoda's got to piss. Yeah, and then uh, they'll probably no, Grogu. have to. Grogu. They'll probably have to do Grogu. a quest to get the key to the bathroom. And <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna fucking. Yes. Yeah. They're gonna. This is what's gonna happen. They're gonna go to that convenience store in space that's run by uh, the clerks, <laughs> and Rosario Dawson's gonna be there going ass to mouth, <laughs> ass to mouth. Oh God. Man, I hope this fucking season gets better. <laughs> it's not going to. I don't have high hopes. No, I'll tell you what uh, is going to get better, though, is the, the next uh, episode of Discovery. Yeah, I don't care. That's all we bad, got for should. this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Pod crawl music is Snack Bix by Machette. If, if you'd like the show, please life. rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkingspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smoking and drinking in space at outlook.com. Tell him, if you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, become a Patreon supporter by going to smoking and space.com forward slash Patreon. <laughs> and make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows. Creative, creative Fuck brain you. Candy. There it is. There it is. Oh, uh, creative Brain really? Candy. For more great shows and other creative works at creativebreakcandy.com. I hate you both. And for that, for this week, I'm Jason. 
All hail Lord Grogu. He is uh, our did, Lord and Savior. Did you see Tilly's the fucking first officer of Discovery now? What the fuck is that about? I know. I sweet. I'm not oh sure I think that. We'll I talk to you all hey, next week. They're all week. behind her. <laughs> yeah, they are.